Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for lending me those beautiful ears of yours. Today, I want to talk about, you know, I'm going to take a step back today, if you don't mind. Just pull back a little bit. Give you a little history. And I may have mentioned this maybe back in the day in terms of podcasts of how sales influence came about. Well, the year was about 2007, I believe. I'm stuck in Salt Lake City. I'm at the airport. And you know when you're walking around the airport, you're just like a walking zombie, the walking dead, you know, just trying to kill time. You can only drink so much coffee. You can only eat so much bad food. And I remember I walked into this bookstore. And I saw this book by Dr. Robert Cialdini called Influence, to which I said, hmm, looks interesting. Let me buy it. So I bought the book, started reading it. And for the next, I'm going to say four or five days, I just devoured that book. The book is Influence, Robert Cialdini. Check it out. And in the book Influence, Cialdini talks about, you know, just different, basically he compiled different studies on why and how people make decisions in general, not just sales. But that's when I got the idea that if I can understand how people make decisions and then I can apply that to selling sales, then maybe that's a more effective way in order to present information. Because today, you know, all these sales books always talk about how to persuade people, how to push people, how to, how to nudge people, how to convince people to buy something. Everything's about how do you persuade people to change because selling is about change. Whether you change to my product or change to something new, I'm trying to persuade you to change. Buy from me, not from them. Or if you're not doing anything, buy from me, start doing something. It's all about change. It's all about persuading people how to sell. Sell, sell, sell. But Cialdini's book was the first like, you know, tick mark in my brain that says, huh, maybe I'm looking at the wrong side of the equation. Instead of looking at how people, you know, how to sell people, maybe I should look at how they buy. And that was the birth, so to speak, the slow evolution of sales influence, finding the why in how people buy. Because I'm fascinated with why people buy, or more so, with why they don't buy. Yes, I like to understand why they don't buy, because the more I can understand what holds somebody back, the more I can sell effectively. Now, here's a different question. Instead of trying to persuade people to change, why don't we ask this question? And if you're in front of somewhere, you can write, write this down. If you're driving, make a mental note of it and write it down later. Ask yourself this question. When you're talking to a customer, and let's say you're selling an enterprise solution, and you're trying to get them to move off the dime, the question to ask is, why hasn't that person or that department made the change already? Why haven't they made that change already? You know, why haven't you moved forward? You know you need it, maybe. So what is it that stops people Well, there's three things. People fall into three categories. Type one, they're unaware. They simply don't know. They don't know they have a problem. This could be the solution, right? They simply don't know. They're unaware that they have a problem. Our job is to highlight that you have a problem. For example, let's say that their business is running smoothly, but you sell a product or let's say a piece of machinery or software that will help them become more efficient. They'll say, yeah, that's nice. But then you highlight how much money they would save, and then, even worse, how much money they're currently losing. Quantify that number, and now they become aware. So sometimes they seriously aren't aware 
of what's happening in their own business. That's a possibility. That's type one. Type two, they're aware, but they don't care. Aware, but don't care. They know they're not being 100% efficient. They know they could do better. Yeah, I know. We could improve this. Yeah, you're right, Victor. We do need more training. Yeah, we do need to add that software. But you know, now's not a good time. It's not in the budget. Let's move that off to the next quarter. Right now, we're going through some transitions, upscale, downsizing, whatever it may be. We really need to consider all these things. So you know what? Now's not the time. They're aware, but they don't care. And our job as salespeople is to make them aware, to make them see not only the negative impact of what they're dealing with, but also how big that is. In other words, quantify the real hurt again. Sometimes people are aware, but they don't realize the size, the impact of how much money or how much time or how much performance or how much market share they're losing. And that's our job. If they're aware, we have to make them care. If they're unaware, let's make them aware. And if they're aware, we just have to make them care. The third one is, they're aware, they care, but you still haven't scared them enough. So they're aware and they care, but they're not scared. And this is similar to what I've already mentioned. And that is, you have to find a way to show them, to highlight how to do it. Now, let's walk through this slowly because this was important. This isn't about quantifying numbers. When people are scared, it's because they simply don't know how to go about it. There's so much anxiety. You're asking me, Victor, to switch over from system A to system B. I get how it would work for us. I, I can see how it can help us. But the anxiety within them is, is not allowing them to actually make a decision. We've talked about this in the past. This is called like buyer's regret. I'd rather not make a decision and be wrong than make a decision and prove myself to be wrong. In other words, people are afraid, but you got to ask the question, why are they afraid? They know they need it. They're aware. They know they need it. It's important. They do care, but they're scared. And what are they scared of? They just simply don't have the steps. They don't have the blueprint, the process. They're anxious. Think about any project in your house, for example, or any project you're currently working on that you know you have to do. That anxiety kicks in because you're like, you don't know how it's going to turn out. And there's a lot riding on it. Now think of a company. There's a lot riding on any big mistakes being made. So our job, as I always say, is to reduce their anxiety and increase their certainty. How do we increase their certainty? We show them how it's going to be done. If you're selling a software platform and you're transitioning from one to another, you can imagine the anxiety the management team feels. Think about this. You're going to switch platforms. What about the data? What about data integrity? What about interruptions to sales process, operations, so forth and so on? Your job as a salesperson is to assuage their concerns so they go, oh, okay, I can see how this is going to work and how we can transition with minimum impact to our business. That is our job as salespeople. So again, when you're talking to somebody, ask yourself, why haven't they changed? And put them in three categories. One, they're unaware. They simply don't know they have a problem. Two, they're aware, but they don't care enough. In other words, yeah, yeah, it's a problem, but you know, it's not a big problem. But maybe they realize it's a big problem, so they, they're aware, they care, but they're scared. They just don't know how to go about doing it. They don't know how this is going to turn out. And by you categorizing clients into three buckets will allow you to tailor your presentation so you can be more effective in 
persuading them by literally asking what's been holding you back and going after that. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, and even Spotify. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform. You know the deal. The Sales Velocity Academy. Go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Check out the course. It is a toolbox to help you and your team sell more effectively. So if you want to sell more faster, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling it hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.